Hey everyone, welcome to another maddening episode of The Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Ash Thorpe, and this is going to be episode 98, live from our very first live event at FITCT Toronto. This is an open panel discussion between my buddies Bradley Munkowitz, aka G-Monk, and Mike Winkleman, aka Beeple. We had so much fun at this event, and we openly discussed our strengths and weaknesses along with uh, open concepts of time, priority, career paths, trajectories... This is a live event, so we apologize that the audio isn't ideal, but I hope we win you over with our topics and charm. I want to thank everyone that managed to squeeze into this room and share 45 minutes of their life with us to hear us converse about the things that we love. Also, a big thank you to the entire crew at FITC and Sean Pucknell um, for bringing us all together. So thank you guys. Really appreciate it. This episode is also sponsored by Maxon, the creators of one of my favorite software, Cinema 4D. I talk about using this program quite a bit, and it's very much a part of my creative pipeline when I need to generate something in 3D for my work. It's incredibly user-friendly, and there's a very strong network of people in the community who openly share and trade advice and support. If you're new to 3D, I highly recommend checking it out because it's really easy to get in there and start making amazing stuff. For those of you that already know 3D and are interested in finding another program that's fast and versatile, I highly recommend using Cinema 4D as well. Along with um, having a great software, Maxon also has an amazing library presentations by leading talent in the industry at c4dlive.com. So check that out. Um, and also check out Maxon, uh, more stuff about Cinema 4D at maxon.net. This is it, guys. Three dudes, two mics, and a room stuff with smiling people. Episode 98, let's roll. So we're going to pit three famed design events that's against each other and see what happens. So please join me in a warm welcome for Ash Thorpe, G-Monk, and Beeple. We've, we've collectively decided that I'm going to moderate this because Ash has done over 100 public interviews now. Uh-oh. And, and he needs to be grounded. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to moderate this. Format is I'm going to ask a question and we're going to talk about it. Selfie. And then and then and then Ash is going to ask a question and we'll talk about it. And then people's going to ask no. a question and we'll talk about it. And then we'll call on you to ask a question. And we'll talk about it. And then we're going to repeat and rinse. Okay. Yes. So my first question, we'll start to to Ash. I want you to talk about your discipline. Ash is actually, I know a lot of designers and creative professionals, and Ash is probably the most disciplined and productive designer and artist that I know. And so I think we should talk about that. I think you should talk about your routine, how you manage your day, how you kind of just kind of optimize and, and, and get as much work as you've done while juggling family, a daughter, um, multiple jobs, making a living, and then also doing a lot of personal work and, and, and all that goodness, man. This motherfucker missed my talk. I did. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get fucking talk point two. two yeah, that's two, right, 2.0. Second baby. round. Mm, mm-hmm. um, oh, so balancing it all? Um, I mean, I talked a little bit about it in, in great detail on my talk, but it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize to everybody that's heard it already, but no, I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of like your intention, um, your intention and trying to figure out, you know, how to, to fit it all in in one day, right? I'm really ambitious, so I'm constantly doing multiple things. I talked with Andrew um, a bit 
like last week or something, I kind of told him everything that I was involved with doing. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's a matter of just writing it all down, manifesting it. Um, like I said on my talk, I do a list the night before so I can mm. kind of think on it. I, I manifest it on paper and then I set priorities to these lists. So A to, a to D basically on priority. So A list priority is like taking my daughter to school, which is like, you know, that's very important. And then client work is very important. Then like a B, then C and D. And then the D thing is like something I shouldn't even do or worry about. Also, like people mentioned, like saying no to things. Like that's one thing I've been really slowly learning. Um, I, I love doing so much stuff. My friend George Hole like mentioned it really good. He, people still hung over. <laughs> He's hung over from his talk, his epic talk. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, it's just like some of those things, managing that, trying to balance it, you know. I think the hardest job for me is like juggling the family and the work thing. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate if you have a family as well as like, you know, knowing how to be a good dad and how to be a good husband and how to balance those and along with like how to be really epic to my client and how to balance those things and making sure that everybody's fulfilled along with myself, you know? So Yeah, when when are your peak hours? Peak hours? Um like when's your most productive time of the day? You know, every time I think it's usually you when cover the world's this in your silent. Talk too? I did. I yeah. did. I didn't actually. No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're getting in there. <laughs> no. Um. But no. It's just uh, peak hours. Um. Usually when the world's quiet. So that that's my daughter goes to sleep around nine thirty. She fights it all the way. It's kind of a bummer. But <laughs> I don't want to go to sleep. So we fight that. And and um. So around from ten to one o'clock or usually. Mm. But I work in three hour stints usually. That's my best. Like if I can just block out in three hours of just fuck off world and just go into my art mode and. And it's yeah. like messages and mail closed when you're doing this? I try to as best I can. Um, yeah, I try to just t put this phone on silent and keep it away from arm's reach and then just um, leave it. And, yeah. What kind of headphones do you use? <laughs> it's a JBL plug. I just bought JBL headphones. And JBLs. I use the Apple, the Apple Jams, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. People? You want to? Well, I don't even remember what the question was. <laughs> Some process or something? <laughs> routine? Doing routine. Yeah, okay. peak um, hours. Peak hours. I get up really early. I usually get up at like 4.30, and I'm in bed by 9.30, so I would say I'm the yeah. opposite of probably, yeah, <laughs> narc out outfit. So <laughs> my, my narc lifestyle fits that. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm usually <laughs> the opposite of these guys. This kid will be texting me, and it's like, okay, I'm getting up, and he's still up for the night. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I don't think there's really, like, a peak time. It's kind of throughout the day, I think, like, more like music or when I can kind of sort of get into a groove with, you know, just letting stopping the distractions and like you're saying like closing things out and closing out any sort of uh like email or you know crap like that mm. yeah i've been finding that i can't get anything done during the afternoon yeah. nothing zero and so it's hopeless so i get all my chores and shit done in the afternoon and then right when i wake up i have like a three hour burst and then a burst in the evening and then you get as much work done in those like six hours as you do in like 20 for some reason yeah. and you just close email close messages Make a list. I can't do anything without a list. If there's no list, it's just this nebulous galactic cloud of confusion. This helps you then, right? Yeah, dude. I feel like you're involved in a lot of galactic clouds. But I. There's a couple <laughs> clouds around you, bro. There's a couple clouds around you. But but my lists are digital, and I and I color code them and stuff. I prefer the digital list. Paper. Mm. 
What? No. I draw on paper. I draw I draw like really weird porno curves on paper. <laughs> porno curves? Yeah, my drawings are really weird. I should show my drawings sometimes. You should. Do a blog. They're so they're so it's so fucked up. They're very yeah, they're they're not scary. They're just no. curvy. Oh. There's a lot of curves and, and <laughs> orifices and stuff. And galactic clouds. True. <laughs> there are clouds. What's your day like? How are you balanced? Because you, you're. Busy I work in my basement, fuck. dude. I I, uh, I left I left this company called Bot and Dolly in October, mm-hmm. and so I work in my basement by myself with my hue bulbs and my stereo, and it's like super lonely, but I love it. Mm. And Isolated. I and I just like close off messages, close off email. And just like have these like super focused, like you were saying, you just have like these super focused blocks where like time disappears and you just kind of get into something. And people like in an office. You know, the the office thing is tricky, man, because when you're there for too long, then you get wrapped up in politics and drama and like office drama that doesn't have anything to do with productivity. There's a lot of meetings, there's a lot of talking, and it just it it's a hard thing to get into a rhythm. So I was really sick of it after a year. At uh, at Bot I couldn't deal. I I had to just run away, and and so I just like, fuck that shit, and uh, <laughs> and so I I make sure that I see people for lunches and dinners, yeah. and you know living in San Francisco, you know I definitely play, you know like I, there's playtime as well. So I'm sure you do. Yeah. So there's so there's so I, I kind of like to just like destroy myself. I'm sure you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to kind of kind of destroy myself sometimes and, and reboot and like claw my way back to the surface and then I feel whole again. It's like this weird cycle. It's true though, you know, because I, I, I don't know, I like no, to, I, I like I, hard reboots. I uh, used to work in an office for a super long time, like almost 10 years, no, it was over 10 years. So I definitely sort of miss like just not even, I completely agree with your saying like meetings and shit, but just like not being around people and just like in my basement. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not, mm. I'm not sure where that was going. It's good for you though, Ming. <laughs> like when someone's like tapping you on the shoulder being like, let's play ping pong. You're just like, fuck off. I'm, fuck off. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, definitely a lot of distractions. Stop. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find intergalactic conquest. Yeah. No ping pong right now. So distractions are, are a big issue then for yeah. you, right? Scorching case of ADD, so I just need to. It's really sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to put that distraction sunscreen on, right? Well, you want to keep going? Yeah, you have a question. Um, <laughs> should we jump into the next one? Sure. Okay. So, uh, another one we were talking about, um, wanting to discuss in front of you guys is age, right? You know, like we're all kind of getting older. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> And we're all various stages of our career and um, kind of what that does for us internally. I mean, we talked about it spiritually even, you know, like, oh, shit, we're turning a leaf. And what does that look like? And are we happy with what we've done so far? And what are our goals? And what are we after? And are there goals? I, th- I know we all have different processes, different goals, different approaches to things. Um, but it, this is an interesting topic, I think, you know, I think for us to discuss. So, yeah, so... Who wants to start? Um, sure. Yeah, I'm 33, so I mean, most of the time I don't feel super old, but then you get all these fucking Rochester kids trying to get me, <laughs> fucking Rochester kids trying to get me fucked up all the time, <laughs> making me feel old as shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 
I think it, it's cool being able to sort of see like where things have been like 10 years, you know, like the beginning of your slides. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are kind of like weren't really, you know, sort of aware what design was like in the early 2000s. And so it's it's definitely cool to see where stuff progressed. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. Where are you going with all this stuff? Every day is for life. Mm. Mm, I don't know about for life, but I don't, <laughs> do you do honestly, I don't know. Do one today. Yes. Do one today. It's almost done. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. Dude, I've, I've been struggling with age a lot because I'm turning 40 this year in November. And um, and so when I look, you know, Ash, you're 31? 32. 32? Yeah. I, I, look, I look at, like, you just as you get older, you have to work smarter. You have to, you have to work because you, you – I know this is sound really stupid, but you kind of lose your – not motor skills, but you lose kind of how you kind of get that checked like, out, I look, bro. I look, I look, I look at the, no, nah, man, I look, <laughs> not what I meant. You lose I control of your bowels? <laughs> Dude, you're only no, 39. Man. That no, is not. What I meant by that, what I meant by that is that, is I, is I can't, I can't make the, the, my, the work that I, do now isn't as detailed and like maximalist as it was when I was younger because I just don't think that I have it in me to like commit to that level of detail anymore. For some, yeah, just as you get older and, and people my age can attest to that. Like, it's it's true. Jason, can you help? Can you, are you are you are we the same age? Sort of. Okay, yeah. So motor skills, like you can't make as gnarly design as. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so what I've realized is that I I can't do like like going into UI and making like a bazillion points just isn't as you inspiring just did to that, me. Like, how long ago? No, I didn't. That was three years ago, or two years ago. And so I I've just debilitated. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe I'll just let it go. I I collaborate more now. I'm kind of sure. more like overseeing and collaborating pe with people that have that desire to to do the really gnarly like hands-on stuff and when it, i want well and when i when i do do the kind of maximalist styles i find techniques that make it easier for myself to do it like generative you know per, you know procedural yeah. stuff and <laughs> you know procedural stuff in maya and stuff is more interesting to me than just you know getting gnarly in illustrator now it's just it just changes i think as you get older you kind of kick into this like different gear of of it, it just kind of changes i don't know i maybe i'm alone on this but no i think so i think it has anything to do with age you're just not interested in that right now yeah but you just as you get older you slow down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> like i go to bed at nine every night i go to bed at nine i'm so boring <laughs> <laughs> you go to bed at nine you don't go to bed at nine that's that true what the fuck um, no. Still got it. But we, we <laughs> 9.30. After law and order. <laughs> okay, no, but you talk about like kind of, uh, people and I talked about this over at dinner, um, about collaboration, and um, we are big on collaboration, um, and we talk about kind of how that, the process of creating with other artists and other badasses is what makes the project really special for myself personally. I love seeing the potential and somebody just thrive. That's one of my favorite things. 
um, with creating. And I know that same thing for you as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you learn more. Yeah, you learn you, more when you're when you people show you new things and you kind of get taken out of your comfort zone in terms of techniques and mediums. And yeah. So it's it's actually been you know a rebirth for me to start you know to have been collaborating with the people that have been over the last couple of years has been a whole. It's basically I've like started over, mm. you know, and, and it's really inspiring because you know it's hard to keep yourself going and keep keep things interesting if you're just kind of repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. You'll lose you'll lose interest, you know. So it has yeah. to be you have to evolve and always kind of change what you're doing to to stay in it. But that's opposite to what we were talking about with people, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess he's all he's all. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I just feel like I'm kind of an asshole in terms of like <laughs> I don't really have that much of an interest in collaborating with people. Yeah. Like, if but I, it's a control. Everybody thing, here, right? like this whole talk, is just like bring people together, and I'm just like, eh, fine. <laughs> I just. I think I enjoy so many different aspects of projects that it's like, ah, oh, you know, I could get Ash to do this or that, and it would be, like, way better. Like, I know it would be better than me doing it myself, but it's like I have so much fun doing it, it's very hard for me to, like, give up that piece of it. Sure. So it's, I feel like that's kind of where it is. And I think, you know, just kind of being in a, you know, not a designy type area, it's a little, I mean, I just didn't... <clears throat> I don't have a huge group of like creative people like around me like physically mm -hmm. remotely so it's sort of like I think that maybe has also sort of skewed my my views into becoming like a fucking you know vampire or whatever <laughs> vampire designer so do you think um that that might change or do you care to have I would change? like it to I feel like that's like a huge like it's always like this is the project I'm going to you know, bring somebody in and, you know, da, 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 and then I'll start it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just fucking do this myself. Like, <laughs> is, it a, is it a trust thing? Because, I mean, that's a it big is, issue for I a think part too. of it is like a trust thing and part of it is just like a, like a hate, like sending emails and trying to like organize people. And, you know, the projects that I would be working with people, collaborating them on would be, you know, just personal projects with no pay. So it's like everybody's got stuff and like bugging me like, can you do this? And da, 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 da. like sure. it just it's that to me, I hate doing that stuff. Yeah. I just feel like it's I, I'm I don't know. I just I wish I was different in terms of like wanting to, you know, or being able to, you know, work with people more. But it's definitely that's probably a. Well, you are uh, who you are. Challenge, you know. So at this point, you know. So. I think that it was really inspiring to see what you did with Ghost in the Shell, oh, and yeah. also with the FITC Tokyo titles. Because mm. I mean, there's companies, there's shops that are all together on a daily basis with producers, yeah, producing work that isn't you know as polished and refined, or, or you know that that it's just for a couple people on the internet to be communicating with no producers. That was me. Yeah, you know, uh, no, no real producers, you know, yeah. like organizing everything and to produce work of that quality says that we're in a new age right now. Like we're in we a are. new, we're in a new age where you can collaborate with anybody and do whatever and you want, do whatever you want. Yeah. And it's, it's exciting. I, I really, I was really inspired by that because, you know, it, it's, it just shows that there's, you know, even if you live in butt dick, Wisconsin, <laughs> is it butt dick? Does it matter? Or dick ass that you live in? Butt fuck. Butt fuck. Butt okay. dick. Butt but cream. <laughs> what was it last night? It was a truffle cream. Truffle cream. What was it? Truffle. Truffle butter. <laughs> truffle butter, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
All right, people, you have a question? Yeah, pass it over to people. He had all those questions. Yeah, let's you see took it. Them. Um, oh, so my question is for you two. Um, <laughs> for, um, like, what do you guys prefer? Like, because you guys have done, you know, you've both worked on, like, feature films, and you've both worked on like commercials what do you guys prefer what do you prefer to work on between those two commercials or like feature films? Oh, that's stuff? a no-brainer dude I, I, i'm feature films all the way because it's like it's for the art man you're not selling anything yeah. unless you're in a michael bay film or a t-shirt <laughs> a tornado t-shirt oh, yeah yeah the tornado t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> no, but i mean i think yeah, yeah commercials are balls I, I like i like feature films it's entertainment and i like concert visuals Anything for music, anything for live shows, it's all entertainment, man. I think that's the way to be instead of commercials. It's hard, and it's through yeah. agency work. It's, it's, it's tough. It really, really teaches you how to collaborate, actually, to, to like detach. You need to detach and, and just like remove yourself. Dude, I did this job for Samsung just recently. Yeah, the phone one. And, Go on. And that shoot was so this fucking hard. This is recorded, hard. too. Is this, is this public? Yeah, yeah, this is going on is the streaming? podcast for everybody that's not here. Uh, <laughs> he said <laughs> alright I'm gonna finish the story <laughs> and the shoe was the shoe was really hard we'll it out. really difficult right but what I've learned in this new because how I've been making money since October is commercial directing and that's like that's how I make money but what I've learned that in commercial directing you can shoot something as a director and then you can walk away for post and let the ad agency do whatever the hell they want oh, no. to whatever you shoot but that's what I mean you need to detach yourself <laughs> and it actually makes it a lot easier because okay. then you're not on a couch in a flame suite arguing with these people, you just say, dude, I'll make my cut, you make your cut. That's that, you know, and that's, that's that. That's cool then, huh? And it's, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's like, and, and that like, learning how to just detach and yeah. kind of kind of trust them yeah. to, to not totally hose it, even though they sometimes will. But that, that level of detachment actually makes you appreciate your personal work so much more. Yeah. yeah you know, and yeah. when you do stuff for entertainment, you know, Working on Tron and Oblivion, Joe was our client. The director, who's way more talented than I am, way more talented, That's way better taste. Too, you know? Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's the only guy that I'm showing stuff to. He's the only guy. And it's like, that's really nice. And you trust his notes, right? And you, oh, yeah. you, you back, you believe in he's him. So you chill, drink he's so chill. He's so cool. Yeah. Michael Mann did work for Michael Mann. He was legit, dude. He was Smart really guy. impressive. Yeah, really fucking impressive. Yeah. So I mean, that's it's just at a higher level, man. You could either, you know, some there's some. Don't get me wrong. There's some ad agencies in this world that are amazing. Yeah, and there's some great know? commercials that come out every absolutely, once in a while. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like as a as a baseline, feature films for entertainment and concert visuals are really interesting. You know, live shows, experiential work because it's. it's is it freedom then? Is that what it is? Creative freedom? I think and yeah. I think because you're just making art. Yeah, and you're, you're entertaining public art, like you know, um, fuck, what was the what was the speaker yesterday that was drawing on their iPad the whole time? What was her name Ch Chantel? Dude, she's winning, man. She gets paid to draw on people's walls and houses. You know, like that's <laughs> that to me is like the ultimate end goal it's is like a to like giant kid. It's winning. No, dude, it's like you draw whatever you want and people pay for it. You know, that's it. That's James winning. Jean, that's like James Jean. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ron English. Anybody. Any yeah. of those fine artists. Mars One. You know, they make whatever the hell you want. Paint sure. on the side of a building and get paid. Like, that's so much cooler than selling phones and shoes and shirts and balls. That's you actually, know? we should segue into the concept of marketing because that's what it is, right? Like, James Jean's a, a brilliant marketer. He's, and not only is mm -hmm. his work amazing, he's a phenomenal artist. Probably one of the best now. 
but he markets himself really well. He has a good, I don't know if he has a team or what. You're well at marketing. You have a brand from your name. Same with you as well. How has that been helping you guys? That was, um, do you want me to start? I'll start because it's, yeah, um, I, I didn't really actually learn how to um, kind of play the game and, and do that until about 2009 when I was working with Jake Sargent and, and Lewandowski, smart guy. And these guys just were really, really humble because I, I just don't really like talking about myself or like hyping. It's just not my really my thing. But they were they were also the same way in terms of just like their humility, but also understood that the only way that things are going to happen is if you present your work in a in a in an attractive way that people are going to be drawn to because then that leads to more work and more opportunities. And you have to do it. You have to no matter how humble and how much you don't want to do it or you know write your fucking bio. I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate it. But it's like you you have to like you have to present your work so people will find it, you know. And for the longest time, you know, beoplecrap.com, you know, monsterbait.com, you know, like there's ways to like do it so it's satisfying so we know that we're not taking ourselves too seriously, but also putting it out there to make things happen. I think you're, you know, you're you're really good at that too. You know. What you got do you need do we need a do we need a, a nickname for you? Oh. Eventually. Anyone in the audience have a nickname for Ash Thorpe? Thorpium. What? Thorpium. Change the slide. I like that. Um. Yeah. No. Definitely. I think it helps to get it's your like name. Like a scorpion. Out there. <laughs> Good job. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it, it helps to get your name out there and, and just releasing work and, and um, yeah, like you said, it, it it I don't like showing people stuff either, but I, I feel like it's, you know, um, putting stuff out there, it's absolutely necessary because that's, you know, I, I think it sounds stupid and, you know, everybody says it, but it's like who you know, I think that is really like a huge thing. Yeah, it's like huge. if they know your name, I mean especially if clients are coming to you, then you've already sold them on like, I can do this. They're already sold on, you know, that they're going to trust you a lot more in terms of like versus you like bidding on a project and be like, oh, choose me. So that really kind of like sets the the like tone for the, the project being a lot different. And so I guess, yeah, I, I think the only way to do it is just, you know, put out do as much work as you can and you know mm. make and release yeah. it yeah never stop are we, are we asking the audience too? yeah let's get a question from the audience Sugline, do you have a question oh dang just blast her of she course was, she's right there she's all buzzed right now okay we'll come back to Sue Glenn. anyone anyone else have a question oh yeah let's, re let's repeat the question too well yeah Hmm. Repeat the question. 
Okay. Um, he's asking you, what are the you. pros and cons of having like a, um, a, a name other than your an alias, other than your real name for marketing. I mean, I came up with Gmunk in college, and I actually, I, I actually thought it would be really cool to actually change my name as well. So not not legally because it's complicated, but I, I I changed my name to Bradley G Munkowitz. It's actually not my real name. Um, my last name starts with a G though. Um, and then that became G Monk, and I've been doing that for fourteen. Yeah, yeah, Bradley G Monkowitz, baby. <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> See, he hides anonymity. It's, it's very, it's very Russian. Um, and uh, and so I, I've been doing that for fourteen years, and I kind of, I kind of love it. It's yeah. kind of like, and I and I really like monkeys. So that's kind of where G Monkey came from. Um, and my, you know, my. My dearest friends call me Munko. It's just kind of be, been a thing for 15 years, and I, I don't, I don't know what the pros and cons of it are. I guess, I mean, I think that I think that names with one syllable, Ashthorpe, <laughs> yeah. work. Like I like that shit. By having your name, it's not his real name. But by ha well, my full name is Ashley, though. Yeah. <laughs> is your real name Ashley? Yeah, it's my oh, full name's Ashley. But baby. everybody's like, "Are you a woman?" And I'm like, "Well, no." <laughs> I have to fuck him to show him. I'm joking. That's a bad joke. But no, seriously. I mean, I grew up with it. <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> but it's just I can look know. at people's face all day. I don't even have to talk. Mm. I love you. I love your face, Mike. <laughs> but I think you become a persona, though. That's the interesting mm. thing. You like this, G Monk is this thing Dude, that sounds. It was a fun bad idea with. 15 years ago, it's and like I a just funny stuck toy. with it. <laughs> I like a little. And people toy. too. Like you guys both kind of have, from my outside perspective, you guys both have names that are playful or somewhat. People's cuddly. I think for me, it makes it somewhat easier to sort of like release stuff and promote myself because it, it feels like it's more like, well, that's Beeple. Like, and you know, and when I read stuff too, it's kind of like, I don't know who the hell that Beeple guy is. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it just makes it easier for me to sort of like detach. And I just thought, like, you know, my name being Mike Winkleman, it's like, who the fuck knows how to spell that? <laughs> so it's kind of like easier uh, in terms of that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really just kind of super, super dorky and just weird. The um, what now? <laughs> the um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Having a persona though, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's uh, how many of you? Oh, Sue Gwen's got a question. Well, how actually do a head count? <laughs> right, you have to get, yeah, you have to get yeah, I have a question. Or uh, can we, can you can you talk loud. we can hear. All right. Uh, so it's fifteen years. In Mm. What's your like dream scenario and what's your like horror scenario? Creatively, mm. not personally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first? We'll go. Let's go this way. Oh. Um, I would say just doing what I'm doing now. Oh, oh the the question is, 15 years from now, what is your dream scenario and what is your horror scenario, creatively? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I would say dream would just be, uh, you know, I know a lot more programs and I'm able to, you know, make programs? work. Yeah, honestly, just really like learning, uh, not even new programs, just like learning more skills and being able to do work that, you know, I like. And 
and having the time to do that as well. And I guess horror scenario would be not having the time to do that and not having learned anything new over 15 years. <laughs> All right. I think, ooh, here, let's do this. Double? Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, worse. Two mics, one guy. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, God. Oh, that was man. ice cream. That had to be ice cream. Tell me that shit was yeah, ice cream. Yeah, it happened. That shit was ice cream. Um, no, it was ice all cream. All right, so dream scenario would be to win. Win the game. Winning to me is is what I said earlier is being a fine artist and making art that people pay for and I make whatever the hell I want. Do series, people buy them at shows. Um, really hard world to get into. Yeah. Not easy at all. Whole different thing. Whole different thing. Every, every industry has its, its things. Um, but that would be a dream scenario. I think that would be complete freedom, complete independence. Um, you know, no brands, no, no, none of that shit would be so nice. I'd love that. <laughs> um, or, or to like, um, be some just like Spike Jones, uh, in the commercial realm where you just make like ridiculous money to do a Lexus spot and then take like f six months off and make the art that no one buys. But you know, to just like, that would be kind of like, I guess, a, a second place. Um, nice third. Uh, yeah, third, and then and then I guess the a horror scenario would be, the the horror scenario would be to like um, just be doing client work and no personal work and just be just like brand dick, brand you know, anus, taking More brand. Anus. Well, no, because then you'd be giving it to brand oh, anus. Okay, brand, give it to brand anus. You'd be taking brand. Taking anus from Taking, the brand. Oh, brand. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be that would be the horror scenario. I think I think that like there, there's definitely. It's amazing that we even get work done. I, I know. We, we're like freaking children. We're trying to educate, man. <laughs> we're trying um, to educate. <laughs> trying to help. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wanna. I think I, I don't wanna. I wanna have a balance. I wanna try to strike like a 50-50 balance between client and personal work, and, and the more that ratio goes from personal work kind of taking over. I'd also like to be able to like, f I mean, I just wish I was a billionaire, you know? <laughs> He's getting, getting into this shit. I have to do client work ever, He's and I just about fund it. my personal films, and just, oh God, it'd be so awesome. Yeah, Fuck, man. so money's not. I wanna, I wanna like, yeah, because with money, you can fund your personal work. You know? sure. Like we could fund our films tomorrow. Yeah. Instead of like having to, scratch and claw and figure out how to like raise this and that it's hard man. isn't that part of it though isn't that show that it's worth sell yeah, yeah you got to really fucking want it mm. right and some of the best films that i love they had to fight for it you know at every step of the way and i think that's maybe by trying to make sure that it is worthy it makes the art better mm. you know i don't know it's just a thought are you done? You want to do? Not, you no, got done. more of this shit to go? No. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Um. Yeah. Just be able to create and do. I'm pretty close to it now. I'm pretty close. I live a dream life pretty much. I come from nothing really, so I'm thankful to have the little bit that I have now, which is everything, family and health, and so I'm just blessed to have that really, to be completely honest. And then the worst scenario would probably be just tons of client work that just is soulless and soul crushing and makes me feel like an art prostitute because it, it does. Mm. It's really like, ah, oh, not this again. But, you know, it's got to pay the bills. So, yeah. I think, I think that an important lesson to learn is the detachment. 
yes, you know, to understand like where to because when I was younger and I would do client work, I would get so butthurt yeah. when people okay. would change shit and yeah. I would fight it and I would yeah. get all fucking it's like emotional. imagine, man. Like I used what to get like high hell? strong and yeah, it's pissed. gotta be red because pissed, pissed, it's pissed. red. And and as I got older I realized, look, dude, this isn't mine. Yeah. Like I can I can direct and this and that, this project, but at the end of the day it's not mine. It's only because you I know? think you have um, personal ambitions on the side. So you realize so that okay, I can lose this to. battle because it is it feels like losing, right? Yeah. But I know I'm going to win this other one. And so that maybe that's probably it, right? Yeah. I think that honestly sometimes allows you to do better client work because you have that other outlet and you can do what's best for the client. Because sometimes you want to do what's best for you like creatively, like, oh, this is, you know, this is stupid. What the client wants is really fucking stupid. It, to you, like, it's just like this is a shitty design thing and they want this and it's shit. But it's like, well, maybe that is best for their business, though. Something that maybe is kind of shitty. Like, I don't know. Like, So it's sort of like if you have that other outlet, it allows you to just like do – I think it helps you allow – allows you to do what's best for the project and not best for your own like creative needs and ego. Yeah. That's true. Like when you pass the mic. I like this guy. Yeah, what, what do you got, buddy? <laughs> you must have something. Yeah, good question. I can feel it. What's your, what's your uh, favorite medium that you just haven't gotten into yet? What's something you really love to learn? Repeat the question. He's asking what the favorite medium is that good we question. haven't learned yet. I would like to. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm I'm really inspired by designing spaces. So taking just just creating geometry that then is larger and putting little people in it. You know, and, and then just, and then just figuring out like where people congregate and, and guiding them with light and materials, and that would be something that I want to continue to move towards. Like working at Bot and Dolly was it flipped me 180 degrees because sure. it was like okay, everything we're doing is for the physical space, and it's all and so that was it was a really inspiring realization. Just see like design kind of take ten minutes left. Is that it? Jesus, did we talk too much, man? See, we do. Oh, Damn, fuck. This sucks. Um, <laughs> you guys can come up to the hotel um, room. Yeah. <laughs> there won't be any mics, but we can just yell. It's in my room. <laughs> <laughs> but what, in a physical place? Uh, the light and everything? And like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, big, okay. big spaces, I think, would be really inspiring. It's something that I haven't, you know, I'm still kind of tiptoeing like into this though. new arena, and, and that would be something to be really inspiring to Take explore. all your geo stuff. That'd be sick yeah. in a room. Yeah. Give everybody a DMT. And, mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tincture madness? Okay. <laughs> tincture madness. Yeah. We have a tincture fountain. <laughs> People will be a little tincture mermaid. In the <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be the he best? Is. He's little growing mermaid. it right He'd be now. a little mermaid in the tincture. He's that would be it. so sick. <laughs> <laughs> render that in octane. <laughs> 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 Um, the, uh, medium, medium, medium yeah, that yeah. you're really um, interested in, uh, Porn. uh, no, the, um, all this like <laughs> VR stuff that I've been seeing, you know, I, I think it's to me, not enough people right now have the headsets, um, and, and the technology is not quite there where, um, you know, I'm have felt like I want to like invest a bunch of time in it but I you know it's definitely going to get there so I think that you know moving forward would be you know it's going to be an awesome awesome medium and people have already done awesome awesome things but you know I think it's just going to keep uh, getting to be a more and more appealing medium mm. huh? 
Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm diving into making feature film. So feature film, and then I'm building a video game right now, and uh, making a book too. So lots of stuff. But those are the things that I'm interested in most moving forward. Super challenging. Feature so film's hard. Yeah. Good question. Thank you. Um, go ahead, pick it out. Who, who do you want? We got three good options here. How about this guy? He's got a hurt hand. He's got a hurt hand. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite feature films? Oh yeah. So favorite films that we haven't worked on. Uh, shit, I love so many films, oh, like man. all the way yeah. from like Heat to two thousand one. Um, two thousand one is yeah. Children of Men. I mean, shit. A lot of the films mm -hmm. that I love actually don't have any of the things that I do. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have the freaking user interface stuff. They don't have any of that kind of thing. So, Alien. Alien is a, duh. but I've heard that was a nightmare. Also, Blade Runner too. Blade but, Runner. but you know, that's what I'm saying too. About really the love the Matrix. Matrix, the first Matrix, great. Yeah. It's fun when you when you go into a theater and you Pixar see an and you see an effect that you're just like, what the fuck? You know, in Matrix, the the first time you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> that was yeah, and I, I felt that way during um um. Fuck, what was the Christopher Nolan one that just came? The Interstellar. 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 When he went in the black hole. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, it was just, I, you know. It was, the, yeah, the, the the Tesseract library thing was fucking amazing. So that feeling, you know, when you're in a film and you don't, I love that shit, man. I love the new techniques. I mean, there's so many, man. I really like, you know, current films, I really liked Under the Skin um, a lot. Weird as fuck. It was awesome, good pace, like really, really, really beautiful and cool. Mm -hmm. um, I really like Birdman, dude. I, Birdman was fucking awesome. It's like the perfect film, had like amazing performances, a technique, and felt, it was amazing. Yeah, so good. Um, I would say like all-time favorites, probably Requiem for a Dream. Um, and I really like the Void. Magnolia is definitely, um, that and Bo Boogie Nights too. Boogie Nights. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Porn. <laughs> and you haven't seen The Master yet then, right? Oh, you need to see The Master. Oh, that's what we talked about, mm. no? Okay, film is like I don't I don't watch TV, but I but oh, I go to yeah. I go to theater all the fucking time, and I just love big room, being focused, being removed from your home, just like consuming this large thing. Yeah, it's really consuming really this large thing. Mm. That's the quote. It's large okay. thing. All right, next question. <laughs> you sir. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite project on the other two? Ooh, that's a, that's an interesting question. Favorite project from the other two? Okay. Mm. Okay, my favorite project of Beeple's is the Everydays. Yeah. <laughs> That's so easy. I do specifically like when you use geometry as a light source. I think that's your coolest stuff. Like little laser stripes and like little geo lights and shit. It's pretty. <laughs> He's unimpressed with his response. Shit. Fine. I don't know what you want from me. I mean, yeah, so. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my favorite of G Monks is probably all the uh, either Tron or Oblivion stuff. I've looked at that a pretty embarrassing amount of time. <laughs> um, and I'd say Ash was probably the Total Recall stuff again. An embarrassing amount of time spent looking at that. Yeah, I thought Ender's Game was more hardcore than Total Recall, though. Ender's Game was crazy. It's a lot of work. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. I think uh, my favorite of yours was, I don't know. I think the off titles. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I love we that shit. We talked a lot about that. I love the off titles. Yeah, thank you.
Thank you. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of things about the nuances between all your projects. There's little bits. Definitely the thing that really got our conversation going was obviously Tron. Um, but the things that you're doing recently have been really fascinating too, you know, the laser stuff and the, the title sequence that you did with all the practical elements was really great. I feel that it's like really inspiring for me, you know, because you're, you're stepping outside of your bounds. So it's not only the work that I'm inspired by, but it's the means that you're getting there. And I think, you know, freaking Mike's, dude, everything that you're doing is like just, you got, there's some things that you did, that, that VJ clip with that crazy city thing, you know? I don't even know the mm. names of it. All your tunnel fly-throughs. Yeah. They're all pink and, <laughs> pink, pink and purple. Pink and purple tunnels. But your body of work is so big, and it's not like, that's the thing. It's just, there's, there's a big amount of things, a blob of beeple, beeple blob. <laughs> Say five what, minutes what, what left. What were some of your other ones uh, in your iPhone? other topics we had one there was one really good one that we should talk about that screen yeah Ooh, let's talk about our bigness biggest weaknesses biggest weaknesses biggest biggest weaknesses okay i'll go first yeah it's the same thing i think <laughs> my biggest weakness is that i believe super strength i i believe that people are no no i believe that people sometimes can be too trustworthy like I, mm. I have this like weird super hippie like kind of outlook that everyone is good, yeah. And that's for the most part they are though. People, yeah, but people in this business don't you. Everything should be in an email. <laughs> everything you talk about should be in writing. Business, yeah. In an email, like documented. Like you can't. You can, like. I'll talk to people on the phone from like a big agency and be like, oh yeah, sure, great, awesome, cool, <laughs> man, chill. What? And then, uh, uh-uh, doesn't happen or like. You can't. You, everything you have to do, and I learned this from my reps actually. Yeah. It was like everything has to be in an email. Who's your reps everything right now? Actually, to too. What's that? Your reps. Who are uh, Tool? Tool, Tool right? North America. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're great. Super big. You work with somebody else too, right? At, uh, ground control. In, ground control. In, in okay. UK. Yeah, great too. And these ground, are the people that kind of seek out the work and you develop it with they them. Read contracts. Okay. Take I care can't of that read stuff. Contracts. Yeah. I'm I lucky. look at it. I'm just like. Fuck it. Yeah. I read like the first sentence. I'm like, fuck off. And yeah. I, I, the same I close. I can't do it, man. At the same problem. So, so I think my biggest weakness is just I, I, and people, you really have to like really screen the people that you collaborate with. And like they need to, you know, like you yeah. just have to, How do you screen you have them? to be a little bit less, less of a lover as, as just be, just make sure everything that you talk about is in writing. Cause it's important. Cause in this business, man, the people, producers are sharks. Oh yeah. Producers are fucking sharks, dude. It's they like, can this, be. There's it's some good like this chum feed out there. You gotta be careful, man. Well, the thing with but like people like us, we're all chill. Like we're all normal human beings, but there are sharks. Jason, there's sharks out there, man. It's a chum feed. They'll dude. eat your whole family. Chum. Yeah. No, Chumming. there are some good producers out there. Bloody waters, baby. <laughs> chum. <laughs> Did you say people, the word? What's chum? your biggest biggest weakness? Mine. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was, you know, saying before. Um, it is just not having a tough time, you know, working with people and and you know, letting people. I mean, if it's a client project, I have no problem, you know, working with people and like then then it's totally fine. But I think I really wish I was able to do that more in my personal stuff and just being able to like like I see you guys organize these like huge projects you know like Ghost in the Shell it's a ton of people or the titles you know it's like ten people so many moving parts you know all these commercials you're working on and I honestly don't understand like how the hell you do that so it's like that so I think would be a emails. huge yeah I I think that would be you know a huge thing for me to be able to sort of take what I do and maybe try and 
apply it on like a bigger project. Is that what you want? You want something bigger to? Kind of no, not necessarily. It's just I wish I had that ability. Mm. It's not necessarily you know I I don't necessarily want to work on like bigger projects. I actually honestly don't. But I'd be it'd be fine. It'd be cool to just work with like three people and like be able to like do that. Not I don't need to work on like you know a, a freaking like super huge project. Yeah. If a director came, like the director that you really admire is like, hey, I really like this thing you did. Would you come and work with me on this project? Would you accept that? And, and if he's like, you need to do build a big team, stop hitting the mic on your knee. <laughs> I'm speaking, damn it. And I, I, I talk about my weakness too, but yeah, I, what's your weakness? I have a question. Oh. You know? If 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 some, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, would you fight um, your weakness? Yeah, I think if it was if it was the right thing, and you know, it was Spice Girls music video. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I I think I think it it would depend on the situation, but I, I think obviously that would again when it's commercial, there would be you know I think some like help there obviously in like putting together that team. So I think there would be people that I could you know sort of lean on to sort of like do that and, and you know i think the the deliverables would be a little more clear i think what's tough for like personal projects for me is when i start them the end deliverable is not always super clear in terms of like i mean i know i'm making a short film or i'm making this or that but it's not how i'm getting there i have no fucking clue so it's that that i think is part of the the challenge you know bringing on a bunch of people like hey do you want to come work with me i don't really know what the fuck we're doing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah are we are we done zero minutes this is it wrap it up that final thoughts like uh final thoughts we'll just do final thoughts but you need to start with your weakness oh the weakness okay mm -hmm. so same thing for weakness but um yeah I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are gonna shark and try to kill you or eat you alive and you got to be kind of aware of that and sc the screen process since Ghost in the Shell I've been really trying to be aware of that another weakness for me is like being realistic like I said I'm working on a film and all these things and, and then I also have family and I train jujitsu and I do all these I have friends and family and people I love spending time with so it's like being realistic about my time that's why I'm such a militant about my time so really deciding what it is so I think being realistic really because I have so many things that I love and, and admire Anytime, like I see you work in a film, or I see you do something, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Or I see somebody else that I admire, like James Jean, doing something really amazing. I'm like, wow, I'd love to make a book like that. That's so great. And so I get inspired, and I just want to do those things. But being realistic is is a is weakness for me. I think personally. I think that, and that goes back to time. Like when you sit down, and it's like this is my three hour block yeah. that I've carved out. You got to make the most of that. You know, don't fucking waste time. Yeah. No internets. Just. Do, the, do what you need to do. And I think, you know, when you have a family like that and you have, like, hard responsibilities that you have to, you know, commit to, yeah. that teaches you even, you know, to manage your time even better. It's a know? black and white choice. Yeah. There's no other way. Yeah. Final no gradients, thoughts? people. No gradients. No gradients, people. And no distractions. Uh, final thoughts? Let's do that. Oh, final thoughts. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. And now yeah. we should do final thoughts. She's, we'll wait till she starts flipping us off and grabs the mic. No, they're just going to have to rip us off the stage, dude. Do we have somebody else coming in this room? Does anyone have another question yeah. before we get into the final thoughts? Yeah. Andre, yeah. do you have a question? <laughs> if you guys die tonight at the after party, what do you want to be remembered God for? Damn. If we die tonight, <laughs> which we could. All right, well, people should go first. Are yeah. they going to kill us? Yeah, they're going to eat us. Well, now I'm a little fucking scared to go to this after party. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> The question is if they died what? If I died tonight, what do I want to be remembered for? 
I, I don't think there's anything specific. I mean, I just guess the work that I've done, and it's part of <laughs> stupid answer. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know either. Actually, I mean, what do you want to be known for? I think you know. I think um, it's a good question. It's morbid. It is morbid, I guess. Fucking. You know, being for I want to be remembered for being a sweetie. Yeah, and you are. I want to be remembered for being a nice guy that you cuddles with people. Yeah. With Mike Wankelman. <laughs> Wank it. I just want to be a sweetie, you know. <laughs> right before we both die. Yeah. I'll be so good, right? Death rape. Okay. All right. Yeah, same thing, I think. I would want people to think that I'm a, a decent person and try to make a little bit of a change, you know, whether it's through the podcast or whatever, mm. putting out the good vibes and helping people. At the end of the day, that's all it is, right? And talking about movies or making games, it's all a team of people, and you're just trying to compliment one another and improve one another at the end of the day. That's hopefully the goal, and your intention should be pure like that, I think, you know. Mm. So being known for that would be awesome. That guy was okay. Now let's go fucking eat some dinner. Yeah, let's go eat some <laughs> Korean barbecue. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Korean barbecue? After my death talk? Yeah, man. It's fucking That's tacky. BBQ, man. Yeah. It's better than Chipotle. He's got the fucking hat on. Who knows about his Chipotle obsession? He's inspired by his everydays, and he does a Chipotle every day. Seriously, I'm not joking. How many days are you on, Andrew? 56. He spent like over $500 on Chipotle already. He could own like a like fucking a Pacho- Ferrari. Pacho- like like Ferrari re- rapid rewards card and shit, like the stamps. What? I've told them a lot to start doing like a rewards program just because I would save hundreds of dollars every month on Chipotle, but they say no. That was the voice of Andrew. He produces the podcast. So if you guys like the podcast, give it up for Andrew. Yeah. Can we do you want us to get off the stage? Should we stop? Who stop? So we have yeah. our closing. He's he's urinated at least three times. I think I smelling farts from him. Oh, he's no. getting progressively stickier. The falafel man. The falafel <laughs> and beer and shit. I feel like the Chipotle should be our closing <laughs> thought. We should talk we should do a uh, favorite word. Oof. Oh man, I think Cunt. I think blasting. Blasting? Yeah. <laughs> or the blast. Anything with blast in it. <laughs> Our boom, boom is good. Boom? Like extra O's, boom. Oh yeah, what's your favorite fucking? Yeah, it's probably fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and boom, just like that. That's this week's episode coming to an end. Thank you guys so much for listening in. You can find links to all of the show notes, all of our work at the uh, the collectivepodcast.com slash ninety-eight. You can also find links to our Facebook and Twitter and check us out on iTunes. Everybody, you guys go have a wonderful day. Be powerful. Be prolific. Peace out, everybody.